Hi guys, welcome to Savvy Money Show. Me, host Sean. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a UK video, but let's get into it. So, basically, Jeremy Hunt says the recession threat is over and that we will see inflation drop from over 10% to 2.9%. And there are people who disagree with that, including me. People a lot smarter than me are saying it will be almost tripled up. And I think they're correct. This, they're printing money for their own schemes, which is inflationary in itself. Their pension changes and they could have made so many good choices with the pension changes or just left it alone. They have ended up being purely for the rich. You will see that the, sorry about this, that they want over, they are, Doubling down on getting over 50s back to work. And when there are so many kids out of work, why are you not concentrating on them? No. They're saying over 50s aren't sick, they're rich. You're not going to get the over 50s who have retired early. If they can afford to retire early, you're not going to get them back to work with an apprenticeship scheme. Now, either some of them are too sick to work, are too frail, or don't want to work and can afford to retire. If whatever camp they're in, they're not going to go back to work because you, you want to give them an apprenticeship. Better to give those apprenticeships to the youngsters. As well as that, their training scheme that the DWP was running, if it was on universal credit, has been scrapped to make way for this. And we've seen some of the Tory apprenticeship schemes in the past. They made out that the apprentice to qualify for the apprenticeship some of them had to have qualifications in that particular area already and if they didn't go for it they'd use the job seekers allowance and this is just my opinion but i think that's what we're gearing up for going with this them trying to force them back to work on lower wages. Anyway, let's get into UK stocks. Don't forget to hit the lovely like button and the sexy subscribe button. And don't forget the bell notification. You'll be notified when a new video gets uploaded. And the free links in the description below. You can pick up a free share worth up to £200. And... 
check out our Discord. And if you want a more in-depth analysis of any stock or market conditions, then why not look at our upgraded membership program and support us. I'm going to start with EKF.L, a leading global diagnostics medical manufacturer, specialises in point of care testing equipment and central laboratories devices. Now, this is why I like it. The company is expected to generate solid revenue and profit growth this year. For 2023, analysts expect revenues to climb 8% year over year and net profit to rise nearly 60% year over year. The healthcare diagnostics is one considered relatively recession-proof. EKF's products are used in hospitals and research laboratories, doctors' offices and blood banks in more than 100 countries, so its products should remain stable. Of course, it's still a small-cap stock, uh, so it's volatile. It has a 4.29% dividend, a PE of 15 Although it's showing 12.9 there. A price to sales of 1.66. Price to book 1.54. Price to cash flow. Sorry, a free cash flow of 10.8 million. The, the debt is covered by current assets. Actually, it's covered by the cash and receivables part of current assets. So it has very little debt on its books. And I think it's one to look for. Now, HSBC, HSBA.L, is not a popular one at the moment. The bank's the way they are. It gives a 4.7% dividend, has a PE of 9, and the company has a forward PE of 6. Price to sell 1.91, price to book of 0.61. You should value banks by the price to book. And this comes in under book value. Now, we all know about SVB and what's been going on. HSBC bought the UK arm of SVB and it has its own might to own... Uh, power to backstop all the depositors and that means it won't have to sell any of the bonds and it will make a profit on the bonds and it will means it will make 20 to 30 million profit from the assets it's accumulated over the debt and it paid 150 for that acquisition when the banking sector comes back again, it will, uh, of course, be a very good move for them. Now, Vodafone, or VOD.L, it has a PE of 15, a dividend of 8.5%, and it was Warren Buffett's darling not too long ago. It's, 26 billion market cap versus 80 billion enterprise value. Forward PE of 11.7. Price to sales 0.68. Price to book 
0.54. Now, everyone loved this when the 5G craze went on. <coughs> and there is talk of a merger going on between Vodafone and Free. Now, Free is one of the biggest budget mobile companies in the UK. Although, I will, I will never use it because I can never get a signal with free. Vodafone is one of Europe's biggest companies and most well-known companies. So I think the merger, depending on the terms, will be good for them. I think this is a good one to buy and hold for the long term. And we have the gravestock.digital, D-O-T-D.L. Don't have many of them in the UK doing well. Well, most firms are busy cutting costs with marketing budgets first on the chopping block. This trend is temporary. It's put a lot of pressure on this company, Dot Digital. It's a software as a service company which provides a digital marketing automation platform, enables businesses to engage with customers more effectively through email, text, social media and other communication avenues. The growth stock, which was trading at 88 pence and has now risen to 94p uh, compared to highs of three pounds in 2021 20, as demand waned so dot digital's top line expansion and sky high valuation came crashing down but looking at its latest results its growth is far from stagnant revenues have jumped nine percent to 33.8 million while operating profits have suffered by 16 percent that sounds like trouble on the surface but on closer inspection stems from increasing hiring activity as it turns out, management is so confident about the firm's long-term potential, it's capitalising on the layoffs of its rivals. While this growth is a far cry from 2020 levels, I remain optimistic.